1: So I'm gonna do a quick reset because uh, I have no idea how much longer we're gonna be on tonight, but chances are a little bit longer. So just a little bit. Uh, we are approaching hour number two here on our emergency live stream that started as an Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel got traded live stream and has kind of become a the Knicks are most likely going to sign Jalen Brunson live stream. We have. Over 1,300 people watching with us live on YouTube. Thank you to everybody for joining us. To those who have already uh, contributed in the Super Chat tonight, we really appreciate your generosity. It always means a ton to us. Uh, Two things. One, I want to apologize to those watching live uh, in the chat. We had some spam uh, jump into the chat uh, and start. Dropping some links that people could go to. I went to report them and accidentally pinned them for like five seconds, which led to some embarrassment on my part and some hilarity on the chat's part. I did. Uh, yes, uh, and enjoy. Was it porn? Links. Yes, I was trying to be vague about what it was, John. But yes, it was. Don't. Well, that's nothing you should be embarrassed about. Yash, enjoy those links whenever you get to them. Um, speaking of Yash week, our uh, our little group chat, John, with his myself, John, and his law school buddies. I'm just going to paraphrase what John mentioned, I guess, in part one or a few minutes ago about whether he should read or not. Um, Oz asked if Grayson Allen is Ted Cruz's uh, long-lost child.
2: (laughs) I have seen that raised before, yes.
1: Um, And Yash, in an equally hilarious moment, um, said that Grayson Allen is the Zodiac Killer's long-lost child and implies that him to be Ted Cruz's long lost child there's something that you have to do to have a child that Ted Cruz has never done so as a result there's no way he you can know be what? Ted Cruz's long lost child maybe the answer is in that porn link that you posted. maybe maybe you search do you, you do you guys next up in the super chat john D- go ahead
3: dom dom D- the dentist lopo says J- uh, Jalen Brunson is worth 30 million dollars according to many front office executives if you're willing to do 25 still scares me. Why do the Spurs even want to trade DeJounte Murray? Um, just in regards to Jalen Brunson being worth 25 or $30 million, it, we, are, we are living in a world where a player is going to sign a contract extension in this offseason in all likelihood that will have a $60 million number on the end of, on, at the end of the deal. Or what fifty nine point something I don't I don't know what the hell it, it dame's extension is gonna be it's gonna be very large <laughs> it's gonna be what the salary cap was like you know not terribly long ago um we hear these numbers we hear 25 million we hear thirty million we think like oh my god that's it. and again like the terms get thrown around max contract like I, I want to say twenty five million or thirty million. It, it doesn't make a difference between one or the other. Or like you know, it's not that much money. Like yeah, it's a it's a shit ton of money if you're paying it to a player who's not deserving of it. Like Jalen Brunson, I I'm not sure what else he needs to show to to prove that he is worth a goodly sum of money. Whether it's precisely twenty two or twenty four or twenty like that that's less interesting to me. I I don't know how else to to put it.
2: Yeah, I like again, and what's the difference between a twenty-three million dollar player and twenty-six million dollar player? There,
3: there again, feasibly the way the way teams operate, there is really no difference. Um th- there's no nothing else we could really say other than that. Um another one from Mello from Toronto. Seeing this Noel Burks deal, you guys think the Knicks would be m- more willing to make a Randall deal, even if they won't win the deal. My inclination is to say, no, I don't,
2: but. Well, let me ask you, we know the Knicks got extra picks for taking on 11. Do I think that using one of those first to dump Randall is good business? I do not. I think it's, it's terrible. It's, well, it's terrible. It's business terrible when you just business. did that contract. And I hate Randall. Well, it's a strong word, but yes. Uh, no, you, I hate you, him. You, Jeez. Okay. John. All right. All right. <laughs> that's, that's you. Uh, that's a it's more thing. just like the mindset of, are the Knicks willing to do that? Like it, But then you also think about, like, at this point, have they cut bait enough? But there's a huge difference between second round picks, which, again, can be purchased for cash much more easily than first round picks can, and using a first round pick to dump Julius Randle. They have a vision of the team, what exactly that is. Don't really even know in the interim. We'll find out very soon. But, well, there is a prevailing thought of would they be willing to do it? Maybe they would.
3: I don't think they're done. Um I
2: thought just the, with with sorry I'm go ahead. Yeah, no, keep keep going. Just with Brunson with the 110, it's possible some of that money is bonuses. It may not it, it could it could easily be fully guaranteed. I understand why it might be especially if the Mavs said, "Hey, our final offer is 5 years under 25 million dollars." The Knicks said, "Well, uh our we're limited to 4 years, but we'll pay you a little bit more every year." Totally understand that. Um the question then is is some are some of those years are those years going to have bonuses? I don't really know, but We'll see. Um, shout
3: out to James Iceman for your contribution. Um, appreciate it. Rob Delusmo. What's up, fellas? Randall's game doesn't fit this team now, in my opinion. You guys think we keep Cam. Um, Randall's game doesn't. You know where Julius Randall is? Julius Randall's a six man. He's a guy that you come in. He comes in. He plays 25 25 minutes a game. And he you you surround him with shooting, maybe a team with a good stretch five. And if he's not the most efficient guy in the world, it's OK, because he's your backup, you know, but he's going to make opposing defenses lives hell again, because, again, he's playing against backups. So he's going to be able to have his way. He's going to be able to do all of his stuff for 10, 15 minutes a game. And that's what Julius Randle. That's what his role is. Unless he proves he, the jump shot from a, a year ago is is still there, which remains to be seen, um, so no, it doesn't fit this team. Because and here's the other thing, and I'm gonna have this in the newsletter tomorrow. So shameless plug for that. The Knicks run more pick and roll over the last two years in top, top of the game board than any team in basketball other than Atlanta and Utah. Atlanta and Utah one has the best pick and roll player in the league and Trey Young the other has a guy in Donovan Mitchell who's pretty good Top pick five. and roll player yeah he's up there as well Julius Randle is by far the next high highest usage guy does not want anything to do with the pick and roll he doesn't want any, obviously he's not a pick and roll ball handler doesn't want really anything to do with being a pick and roll role man so if you factor that in like this is what the Knicks want to do. This they they want to just they'd run pick. Top Timber would run pick and roll every possession if he could. Um, that's his M O. That's not Julius Randle. and he certainly doesn't help you run the pick and roll because he doesn't space the floor. It's it's you know this isn't rocket science, which is why I I really do hope you're right, Jeremy. As far as Cam, um, do I think they keep him? No, I've been saying for a while now. I think Cam's not going to be on this team come opening night. I just don't know where or what the
2: deal is. Yeah. Agreed. And to your pick and roll point, the number one player in pick and roll ball handling last summer, last season was Jalen Brunson. <laughs> like that's that. If the next one run pick and roll, they got the guy to do it. That's his he bread is, and
3: butter. He's been in the 90th percentile or above in each of the last two years. Um, as yep. a pick and roll ball handler, which is pretty good you know, um, so we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, another shout out to James Iceman um, here. Robert Cross. Cullets.
2: It's for you. Yeah, I know.
3: I don't want Obi, IQ, or RJ traded. Now is not the time to aggravate me while I'm on
2: the elliptical. <laughs> I'm just trying Hashtag. to push you. I'm just trying to push you further, Robert. You know, you could use a little bit more push energy for you.
1: Thank Jeremy for... Yeah whatever your weight loss goals are being reached. Yeah. Just go, call me Robert. a
2: personal trainer. That's fine. For what it's worth. I'd be shocked.
3: If I mean, RJ's obviously not getting traded. I'd be shocked if Obi got traded quickly, unless it's, it's something there in a Murray deal. I, I but I don't see that either. Um, Brian Lests. Hey fellas, the obvious storyline is notwithstanding, how does the asset purge impact their plans for Rokas? If at all, I had to laugh. I'm sorry. I, I don't think, Not this year, at least. Yeah, he's not coming over next year. I think he's an asset. I think um, let's check back in a year. I he's not in the plans right now. I don't think it it affects anything at the moment. Would sorry for that short and disappointing. I
1: just I also think if if he was good. I mean, I'm not gonna pretend like I'm an expert on Rokas, but like if he was like a guy that is worthy of being in the rotation, he'd be in the rotation plans, you know?
3: Well, hold, hold on. He, because we've heard some reporting about how he doesn't want to come over here and sit on the bench, which more respect, more power to
2: him. Mm-hmm. Um, Good thing. His team in Spain didn't just sign Tomas Sadoransky to play as well. <laughs> right. It'd be crazy if he was somehow in a, in a similar situation where point guards are, there are too many of them Ah, crazy, but I, it, He doesn't really fit in the plans as of this moment. You never know. But again, it goes back to the main point. If Brunson's coming on board, Brunson, IQ, Deuce, Rokas. They can't all coexist. And then I didn't even talk about Derek Rose, who's 34 years old. Uh, And we
3: saw there was some rogue um, reports about him. The Bucks potentially having interest, which would be interesting. Um, I'm not sure how that would work. Uh, from a salary perspective because they, they don't have a trade except traded player exception. And it would, uh, I think it would have to be Grayson Allen and somebody else or, or Brooke Lopez, which, you know, or a three-team trade. You know, I, I don't know. I don't see it. Um, Manav Pawar, does clearing the extra cap space uh, help facilitate a sign and trade with Dallas, maybe involving Julius? Um not with Julius. No. So the, the issue with this, the, the issue with Julius is not on New York's end. The issue with Julius is on, is on Dallas's end. Um, so Dallas would have to send out, even if Brunson signed with New York for the max, which is, was it 30.5 or right? 30.5. So 30.5. Um, it's still, he still only counts as outgoing salary, uh, 15.75, uh, which is, um, um, That temp, nine nine and change away from uh it's fifteen point twenty five.
2: Not seven five. It'd be thirty-one and a half it were fifteen point seven five. Oh, okay. Yeah. In any case, it'd I'm sorry. still
3: be it'd still be eight or nine. I am the math the specific math doesn't matter. They would Dallas would still need to send out a significant salary to accommodate Julius Randle coming back because of his uh Julius Randle's trade uh bonus. Unless he waived it. But even then, you'd still need to have outgoing salary. And here's the other problem. The Mavs don't have a lot of small, fung- fungible salaries in that nice, sweet spot of like the Cam Reddish range. They have Frank at two. But then after that, you go up to, uh, I think, Maxi at nine. I don't think there's anything in between there. And then they, you get up. They to dealt a lot
2: of them for Christian Wood.
3: Exactly. Thank you. And yeah. then and then after that, you you get up to Dwight Powell, who I'm sure they'd love to move, who's making 11. That's the guy that would need to go out to facilitate a Julius sign and trade, which I don't think we should rule out, but
2: it, it would be complicated. It would. And yeah. um just want to add one side note. Uh, Keith Smith tweeted this. I bet when we get the final actual details of Jalen Brunson's deal with the Knicks, it will look more team-friendly than it does as four years, $110 million. That's been the history of the last few years with the contracts New York has given out. And Keith's right. Last year, oh my God, New Orleans as well. Three years, $30 million? What the hell? Oh, it's third year's not guaranteed? And they're unlikely bonuses? I still don't love it, but like I, I can live with it. That is potentially how it could be there.
3: Interesting. Andrew, let me know if I should read Yashu's text. Uh, Peter Gaffney. Hey, fellas. Great, great work. If they're paying $30 million for Brunson, doesn't that seem high? <laughs> now you have to because I react. I'll read
1: it. Re- react to Peter's text <laughs> and then I'll read Yashu's.
3: Or is that the price they have to pay to make sure he gets here for four years versus the five Dallas can pay? Um, I mean, I guess this is another way of asking what what do we think Dallas is walkaway number was um well i think someone tweeted i did a lot of tweets tonight i apologize i'm not going to give credit to the proper like person that. somebody else not me reported that dallas felt comfortable with the van fleet number which was uh 22 a year four years 85 million dollars yeah um i you know how 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 much how much wiggle room do you need to give yourself? And by the way, if anybody wants to say, listen, the whole benefit of having your the, the guy's dad on staff and the guys like you know godfather running the team and the whole thing is like you shouldn't need to go that far and above. I respect that a hundred percent. My my only counter is that again, as we've been saying on here, the money doesn't I hate always saying that money doesn't matter, but it doesn't. It really doesn't matter in this scenario as ne- not nearly as much as you're thinking. And to Keith Smith's points, it, it's going to probably wind up being better than you
2: than you think. I just wish that they could have paid Rick Brunson four years, a hundred million dollars, and then signed Brunson, Jalen Brunson, for ten million dollars. Super easy.
3: Um, and and to, but just real quick. Mike Vorkanoff just tweeted out and other people have been pointing this out as well. Jalen Brunson would be the 14th highest paid point guard in the NBA next season. If he gets trade, if he gets the $110 million that Chris Haynes reported. Um, And then he goes into some other stuff about if he starts next season at $25 million a year. Again, I'm going to steal from tomorrow's newsletter. And I know this stat has been out there. Jalen Brunson paid 20 games without Luka Dodgers this year. He averaged 21, po- or excuse me, I forgot the playoff case. He averaged uh, 23 or 24 points per game and over seven assists with really efficient shooting. Like, those aren't fake numbers. Those are real numbers. It didn't happen in one game or two games or five games.
2: It happened in 20-game sample size. Um, Just a I- quick question. Are there actually people who think that Leon Rose wants to throw away his entire career as an executive just to get Jalen Brunson paid more <laughs> money? Like, it, it's not even his own son. Yes, his son represents Jalen and he, I'm sure, gets money. Money's also not really an issue for that family. I, I think, I that think. <laughs> the reason why Leon Rose probably left CAA was to take on this challenge because this is, let's face it, no team, no front office exec has rescued this team in ages. And I think he wanted to take up the task. And he sees Jalen Brunson for the money that is on the market and what it would cost to bring him in to be worthwhile to at least get the Knicks to go from here to there. And you still have a long way to go moving forward, but it's a start. But everything's tricky. Like the beginning part, tanking, that's super easy to do, right? It's very easy to just try to lose games. Unless you're the Knicks in 2020. Uh, and you somehow don't lose a bunch of games. <laughs> and then you add Derrick Rose, and then you go on a really great run. And uh, then it's Andrew Claudio's greatest season ever. But instead, what you do, uh, like you keep trying. It's the middle part. It's the part in between the, hey, we want to stop being terrible. And, hey, we've got all the best talent in the world. Let's go win a title. All of that is gray area. and it feels really tricky. So this is just part of that gray area. We just got to get from, you know, point C to point, I don't know, Q to point T, you name it. You name the alphabet. It's there.
3: Dom the dentist is getting JB karma for not getting Fred Van Vliet. Hashtag shorties. Um, Again, I I just, I I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is like Fred Van Vliet wanted no part of, he didn't want to touch this franchise with a 10 foot pole. I understand the family connections, but. I, I don't know. I'm still I, again, maybe just because I'm a long suffering Knicks fan and I want to be happy about something. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to derive some happiness from that. That somebody, you know, cause again, Jalen Brunson wouldn't, I don't, I don't think he'd put his career on the line if he didn't believe that good things could happen. That, that's just me.
2: He's going to get paid regardless. I mean, yeah, he was going to make a lot of money. Either way, he was going to make a hundred million dollars. No matter what. Yeah. Um, Steve Seville Would you consider it wise
3: strategic? Sorry, by the way, the Knicks would have paid Fred Van Fleet two years ago. I know that. And he went and signed for less money in Toronto. So take that for what it is. Uh, Steve Seville, would you consider it wise strategically to take an asset away from Dallas to potentially worsen their season when we own their pick? (sighs) What asset? Brunson. Brunson.
2: Yeah, but I, I, oh, I was reading this as like take something else away in terms of a signage. Plus, read, but I mean, potentially, as I'm reading it, it seems like Brunson's an asset taking away potentially worse I mean, is their season when we own their pick. The pick well, isn't the asset in this in this case. I yeah.
1: see what his question is because if the pick is less like uh, this nightmare scenario for Dallas if Luka yeah. gets hurt, they could potentially jump into the top ten, so the pick wouldn't convey.
3: Uh, uh, look. I don't think there's any universe in which Dallas is one of the 10 worst teams in the league next year. We we oh, had it. We, we talked it. about
2: I know we talked we, about it. Anything you, you, like you said, that the Warriors are an, an excellent example to my face. And now you're out here saying that Luco can't get hurt. And I obviously don't want it. Don't want him to have a healthy season. Just want the West to be really competitive. And the Mavs are on the losing end of that. But um, yeah, I, I said it on the cap or no cap, that's one of the positives to taking Jalen Brunson from the Mavs. And in this case, that was a whole. That was all about signing trades. If you're just going to take them and they get nothing for it, how do they make meaningful improvements? It's really tough. They, know. I, they, don't, they, have think, the, they don't have good salary unless they're trading Dorian Finney-Smith, and they're not doing that. No. Um, they're, they're not they can't that. trade a pick until 2027, so they've got 2027, 2029. It's rough. Uh, this this hurts them, no doubt. It does. I'll just, it. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
3: and and the Knicks are in a. Good position here. I'll just
1: add the as much as I agree with John, that this pick won't will convey this year. Cause I think the Mavs will be in the twenties, even if it does end up that they're in the 10, Steve, I did a little research today and found out for myself. Well, how long those protections last it'll convert next year or convey next year because it's top 10 protected for the next three years. So for it to you to worry about when that pick will convey into two seconds, uh, Luka would have to get hurt for three consecutive seasons for the Mavericks tonight to end up in the top 10, which is just which is not going to happen. Pick's gonna at least knock on all the wood, not going to happen.
2: How sure are we that this pick is even in the next possession? Honestly, hours, 48 hours from now,
1: I've wondered if I'm it not. looked at like the other assets they acquired on draft night, that it's another protected pick that could go out and deal. I'm happy. It didn't get used to dump the two contracts they dumped today, but you know, there's a bigger contract that, as you guys mentioned, is bad business to use a pick to move that may end up having to be used
0: to move. Uh, But we'll see. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
4: you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal
1: Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep, not to mention cleanup, no dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff, so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Going off script for this next part to tell you just how convenient and delicious I've found Factor. My to-do list is usually never ending, whether it's producing this show, hosting my own show, final review, preparing a proposal in Long Beach, doing my taxes, or whatever else, I rarely have time for meal prep. When Factor sent me a box to test out, I chose the extra protein option. They sent me a week's worth of meals, and I had no idea just how convenient this was going to be. Each meal comes pre-prepared. You just put it in the microwave for two minutes. Wait another two minutes for it to cool down and boom, in four minutes, my meal is ready and it's delicious as well. Last night while I was editing this podcast, I heated up the pork shepherd's pie with white cheddar Yukon mash and roasted green beans. Not only was the prep time not existent, but I was able to get a lunch break in and still get the podcast out for all of you to hear without taking a significant break. They have plenty of other meal options as well. There's vegan and veggie meals, keto, low calorie options, cold pressure juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, the one I chose, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long don't hesitate. Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool120 and use promo code filmschool120 and get $120 off. That's code filmschool120 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool120 for $120 off. Next one's from Jason A. Go ahead, John. Uh, Are we going to get in trouble for tampering? The Bulls did. Maybe that's why they acquired all those first round picks. You know, to have to surrender one.
3: So, those were sign in trades that were announced within the opening minutes of free agency. I mean, look, you could tell me they're going to get dinged. I don't, I'm not expecting it right now myself. Isn't that a sign
1: in trade that might get o- announced in the opening of free agency?
3: Hold yeah, on. Jeremy,
2: what are you I was say? thinking about to say it's like the thing with what they basically had for uh, Lonzo and Lowry was they had a lot of with the investigation. They had to submit records and everything, all all the texts, emails, whatever that was there. It was available. What happens when Leon Rose says to his son, Sam, hey, Sam, could you pass the bread? By the way, how much money does Jalen Brunson want? Uh, like did they bug their home? Leon Rose is is a professional. Leon the professional. He has done this wow. enough where he knows how to get wow. through back channeling without it becoming an issue. 1994. great movie. Here. It is a good movie. It's a it's a uh, a little Alita like, but it's it's still pretty it's good, good movie. Yeah. It's
3: good. Um that was great. Uh Get How does Derek Rose and Fournier with three or four? Say we're it or four, four first round picks for Donovan Mitchell. Sound look. I'll say this. Sounds great. Let's do it. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> um, Donovan Mitchell had a very, very interesting birthday wish, uh, Instagram Instagram post right mm-hmm. to to his his beloved teammate Rudy Gobert yesterday or the day before. Um, it is interesting to me. I'll say this. In listening to just podcasts and reading stuff, it, like it, it, I think it is pretty apparent at this point. Like Donovan Mitchell is not long for Utah, and like to me, and we haven't talked about it today because there's obviously other things overshadowing it. But like them hiring Will Hardy, and by the way, Will Hardy, by all indications, was is like looked at as like the next great young up and coming coach. Co- yeah, he's a pop coach. The whole thing that's also apparently not who. Mitchell wanted. Now, maybe the Jazz feel like, you know, Mitchell's going to love him in the whole thing. But it's pretty clear who Mitchell wanted, and 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 Bryant was not among the finalists. Uh, man, I could certainly see Danny Age moving on that sooner rather than later. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I, I just don't see it happening this this summer.
2: I feel like the nickname for a Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell backcourt would be the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> because other like yeah you got that's some good. wingspan with with don but that's a really short backcourt with not much point of attack defense i don't know i will we'll see um all right next up hold
3: please Take hold in. please brain xtc any chance they're worse than last year given the stronger conference what's your most optimistic and most pessimistic record next year um if I could consider like the possibility that they might not be done yet, and they could like do some other stuff, like I certainly think that they could be a top six seed. Um, in terms of what the bottom is, I actually don't think they could be much worse than a thirty-five win team. And I feel, I don't know, I even feel like that's a little. I just, I really like Jalen Brunson, and I feel like Jalen Brunson here with RJ, with the kids. My biggest fear is Randall. And is is Randall that much of a issue that he's going to torpedo everything else that I feel pretty good about with this team? I don't know. I don't know. Tibbs figured out the spacing or figured out the offense just well enough two years ago when he had less shooting of any successful team in NBA history. And um, not history, in the last 15 years. Um
2: I think they're going to be pretty good. I kind of want to plead the fifth because they can't even field an actual team right now. Like they can (laughs) barely field five on five uh, with no bench support. So uh, I'll say, I don't know. Yeah, I'll go 35 wins on the pessimistic side and I'll say 47 on the optimistic. But there's so much left that that could change. Don't hold Um, me.
3: 98 no. Gut percentage that a star level trade happens this offseason. That's Um, from MB on from MB, sorry. Thank you. Um, does DeJounte Murray count?
4: Mm -hmm.
2: If so,
3: thirty percent.
2: Listen, Kevin Durant said New York isn't cool. The Knicks got are getting Brunson potentially. They're going to be cool. I'm going to say dirt. No, I'm kidding. It's I don't know. Like um, I'll say 10% because I just don't know w- what star is really on the market. Unless like are we somehow talking about Zion like beating all odds? And it's ridiculous how how that would happen. I, like, I don't think I, I it's going to happen either. So I'll, I won't i will say zero. I'll say 10%.
3: Uh, how's Flan? If we sign a trade for Brunson, can we fit in Levine? No, uh, we can't. Levine's not going anywhere sorry to report that um next up Jonathan Chavez do you see Murray post New York New York in an old blue hoodie what do you think about that back over with those two so here's the thing we we talked about a little bit earlier I'll I'll touch on it again I just it's tough when you have two guys who um they are two in terms of like your high minute guys the guys that played like a requisite amount of minutes last year um at the point or the combo guard position. They were two of the top four, I think, maybe five, but definitely and again, I'm talking about like dozens and dozens of players in terms of how many shots that they took from the mid-range. Both of the both of those guys want to operate inside the arc. It is not to say that they cannot shoot. Jalen Brunson obviously can. You look at his three point percentage. DeJounte Murray has made leaps and bounds behind the arc over um, especially the last year. I, I wouldn't say it's a, a perfect fit in my eyes. That said, if you give me those two dudes, I'd take my chances.
2: I guess. It, like I understand the logic. I, like, I'll go back to what I said. It's, hey, Brunson, we want you to run the offense. Well, okay, we're also bringing DeJounte Murray. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know how that would work. Uh,
3: nor do I. Uh, Calla Pendergraft, Blazers fan here. Just want to say congrats on plan A succeeding. Thank you. Um, when was the last time the Knicks had a point guard as good as Brunson? Um, wow. Marbury? That was my thought too. Two weeks of Jeremy Lin. A, it's the correct answer. Marbury is the right answer. Yeah. Uh, Jules the Walker. How would you use the TPE, the traded player exception?
2: Um well Probably wouldn't. We'd would probably just renounce it and sign Brunson. If it's two separate deals as being reported, then it's a nine million dollar one and a nineteen million dollar TPE. Can't combine them. You need them for cap space. Yeah. So I would renounce both of them. Go under the cap and have Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's that's the
3: correct answer. Um okay. Next up we're we're Moving along here, David Crockett just got rolled off the road. Can you guys recap? I hope you're okay, David. Yeah. First and foremost, uh, we love David Crockett here. Um, the Knicks moved Nerland Zawell and um, Alec Burks in a fair trade to the Pistons, in which they gave up second round picks and a lot of money. And uh, all reports indicate they're going to get Jalen Brunson. So,
2: about one it. thing that I and made this report and I just missed it: you have to send something back. If you're Detroit, whether it's a player, a pick, or a, the rights to a drafted international player, do we know what that is? No, is that wasn't yeah, reported not
1: um, Clarification from David Crockett: um, He got got in off the road, so he, oh, he's okay. okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. you're, I'm glad you're. We're all glad you're okay, David yes. Crockett. Also, MenoF, uh, this is the right above. You're lucky I saw this. This is right above David Crockett's clarification. They want me to do. Tibbs saying farewell to Noel
3: and Burks. I will we'll do end that with that. I will end with that. There we go. All right. Jacob reality. Now, Real. now that Noel is gone, does all, does this all, but guarantee Mitch coming back or are there some other options? Desjante and Pertle somehow, or Mitch and a combination of Taj and Sims. Don't get crazy. I think the reporting is all been that Mitch is going to be back. I have no, we have no reason to not believe that. So I would expect that Mitch is going to be back. Um, for sure. Um, Next up, uh, Brian Lests. Sorry if I'm asking something Jeremy covered in his 187 hours of brilliant <laughs> mixed cap scenarios. Thank you. I swear I've watched 54 hours of it, but I'm a slow learner. How would Brunson's contract impact Mitch and RJ's? It wouldn't. Would not at all. Would not one bit. Um, Jeremy can correct me if I'm saying something untrue, but Mitch right now, it's just about his cap hold, which is $1.7 million. as And all of the math that's being, you're being seen thrown around in terms of the Brunson numbers factors in retaining that cap hold, which gives the Knicks the ability to sign Mitch for a max contract if they want. So if they want him back, he could be back. And then um, RJ's, it's these are just the beginning of his extension negotiations. He, he, he's doesn't, it doesn't impact RJ one bit.
2: Uh, Um, Brian, if you're wondering with those players, how it impacts them moving forward, uh, as long as the Knicks don't get hard capped, if, that's an issue uh, for them, then they should be fine. But a lot of it depends on what we'll see in the next couple of days and then possibly the deadline, and then right back where we are a year from now. So for now, uh, don't worry about it. It doesn't seem like a big issue, but we'll see.
3: Um, Spencer Goss, 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 I always mess that up. Would you take Tim Ordaway Jr. for Randall? It's that's not it's not gonna happen. Um, I would wouldn't... do it just to trade him a third time. I yeah, so would I, but uh, the, <laughs> the, the look the math, on his face, the math doesn't work on that yeah. one. We hired Brunson's dad as a coach, and Tim Hardaway Sr. was signed as a scout. Yeah, it's, it's true. Um, uh, maybe a different, maybe a different uh, trade down the line. I-95 bully, can we get trust us on a t shirt with the KFS logo? <laughs> Great idea from the draft show. Yeah, we can probably make that happen. Do
1: you know when that idea got pitched, John? It was when? Right before you went on your, your rant. Um, and I tried to add comic relief to it, and then I grabbed a pad and paper and a, a pen and pad, and then minutes later things were escalated, so it didn't didn't really work. So um,
3: um Robert. Go ahead. Robert Cross, there was only one answer to that question. Hashtag 53 wins. I don't even know what question Robert Cross is. talking about question. how
2: many wins the Knicks would have. Oh, uh, the there you semester. go.
3: Could this make us worse? No. Hashtag 53 wins. There you go. Christian Cruz with Brunson on his way. Do you guys prefer Grimes starting at the two or RJ sliding to the two and Cam playing the three? <laughs> I, I keep the, the Cam stuff. I'm sorry. I just I don't see Cam on this team next year. I I, that's just my assumption. I don't know. Um, if 48 is here, I have a tough time seeing him not starting. If if 48 is gone, I think Grimes makes a lot of sense with Bronson and RJ because you don't you you could. I think that's fine. I think that actually may I actually that makes a lot of sense uh with those two guys. Um just will Tibbs trust. Oh, I think he Listen, I think he drives to start. I think he I think year? he will. If if Fournier is not here?
2: I think he will. Right, but then are you if you're trading Fournier, you're probably bringing someone back. You're not just dumping a salary. So you're presumably getting a guard or a wing back. That slot in at the two? Yeah, we'll see. Um, hmm.
3: Uh, SB Gorilla. Back again, guys. As good as JB is in the pick and roll, I would love to see him and Obi work. The easy baskets would have Obi averaging 20-plus by Randall. Um, We just need to see Obi get a chance in the pick and roll. His his numbers as a pick and roll finisher are not great, but I don't really care about them because the volume is so low. Um, And he always plays with a traditional center, which goes to a nice thread that uh, Yaya uh, Dubin had earlier tonight. Tibbs has to be better this year, hundred percent. And like, I'm not talking about the shit that most people get on him for, which is the minutes stuff. He just think he needs to be a little bit more flexible. Uh, and that's if Randall's here or not. Uh, Parish Duggar, it's Dame Beal, Brandon Ingram, or Harden
2: none of the above yeah i gotta be honest i don't they're building <laughs> around dame in portland um beale seems committed to five years i don't know how a backcourt of uh, brunson and beale works defensively ingram i mean the pelicans are just taking their stride right now he's a young guy it seems like they wouldn't probably deal him and then uh, hardens 33 years old and daryl Morey just did everything he could to reacquire him so i i don't know i don't think so
3: Ingram, I, I like I like that name. Um, Wilt one twenty eight. Who would be a better fit at the five outside of Mitch? It's Wilt T. Um, Wilt T. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'll say this. I mm, I, don't, I really don't want to say this. I just again just because there's been so much smoke over the years, I wouldn't be shocked if. Miles Turner oh, came up again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's want part of the,
3: that's part of the tricky game, Jeremy. Yeah, yes, I gotta, I, I, I gotta stick to the bit. Um, I don't want him, I don't want him. I just it, it just wouldn't shock me if his name came up again. Um, Neil Yaramain, could you see Mark Cuban being cute and built bidding on Mitchell Robinson just to get some revenge? He, he can't do it. it, it
2: isn't the money, he only has six million dollars. Also, I don't uh, know if I could see Mark Cuban being cute. He's got kind of more rugged features that are available. He's he, yeah, he has. He's he really has. But no, the, yeah. as John's saying, the hard cap is going to prevent them from getting Robinson.
3: Look at this. I'm looking at... I think I see the spam.
1: Yeah, John, Best adult it. dating site. Uh, I,
3: that you, sounds John. like a great idea.
1: Thank you, John. I'm literally <laughs> trying to report... YouTube, I love you. We use your service a lot. Please don't put the word report But below. Andrew... It's replace the best, the chat it's the best
3: adult dating site
1: oh so that changes everything yes Just it, I'm figures. seeing the chat we need moderators you ain't kidding I didn't realize that tonight was gonna
3: be the wild west in here anyway um, this was great Jeremy you are incredible for hopping on um, thank you Andrew Claudio you are incredible thank you <laughs> pin the
1: porn site <laughs> No, freaking SJ wants to read. Hold on, Kevin thank last you. Last one, Kevin. Ready. How
3: do you think Tibbs compensates for JB's size? Also, I just want to shout out Noel. He was frustrating last year, but people forget his impact in 2020-21. twenty twenty one. I'll write a post mortem on Noel and, and Burks at some point. Won't be tonight. Um, I don't think Tibbs worries about his about Bronson size too much. He the Knicks have never played a switch everything defense. I don't expect them to start now. Um, You know, that's not. I don't think that's where Tibbs worries too much.
2: You know, Brunson's sturdy. He's okay. Aaron Brooks, Nate Robinson. Yeah. Again, I think that the whole reason why Tibbs said, "Oh yeah, I like Alec Burks' size," is because he didn't want to say Kemba Walker is not a good player anymore. Can't be a starter. I'll tell you. And that this. was that was the least mean way of of getting it across. And unfortunately, I just feel like since then, and it's not gonna happen anymore, so it's great. But just people kind of ran with it. And the whole like, well, Tibbs loves size. Again, he, he doesn't. He's shown in the past he's willing to play smaller point guards. He just size matters, Jeremy. Size does matter, but it's also the motion of the ocean. I, I thank you. <laughs> I, I got nothing. This, this pod is sponsored by whatever, yeah, whatever uh whatever's going in the YouTube comments.
1: Whatever links Andrew is reporting to YouTube in the yep. comments right now. Um thank you everybody. Welcome for to New York, Jalen. <laughs> KFS after dark, apparently. Um it's almost midnight. Yeah. <laughs> uh thank you everybody for joining us. Uh some programming programming reminders. Uh, earlier today, John did a podcast with Fred Katz. We released it early just in case some news broke. And what do you know? Some news broke, making the Fred Katz pod that would have dropped 20 minutes ago irrelevant. So, uh, if you want to go listen back to that and there is some other stuff regarding RJ's extension, Julius Randall's market, he even makes an OB Toppin prediction that I think those oh, of us, good. In, those of us in the OB Toppin hive will appreciate and enjoy. Uh, John also, as we were recording the intro, we got the the Tim McMahon uh, report that what would what happened tonight would happen tonight. Uh, so you can watch the video, which ends with John uh, solidifying himself in the doghouse. Uh, I would encourage you guys to go watch that. It's very funny. Uh, that was fun. And then Jeremy Cohen tomorrow night will be on this YouTube channel for the final edition before free agency of Cap Rules Everything Around Me Cream. Uh, get the money, dollar dollar bill, y'all. But you know, stay, stay away from the best adult dating sites. Um, and then we will be here on free agency night. Uh, a lot of this is kind of concluded, but uh, who knows what else Leon Rose has in store. Uh, so tune in on Thursday from 5pm to 11 PM, uh, Eastern Standard Time, we'll be on. Well, okay, five PM, and then we'll end at a certain point. Um, yeah, I think that's that's we'll all the program reminders for now. I also, I'll just, I guess, say it because uh, read read the super chat, and then I, I'll. It's a bit of an announcement, but we've discussed it. I think at this point, it's okay to say it. Um, the the, the last there's another pin super super, super chat so oh. I'm about the pin
3: blue diamond gem there's a lot of internal help to get brunson paid yes that is a true statement yes i i wish my my
1: family got me 110 billion dollars that way but they they fulfill me in other ways so i'll take it um so i think you guys uh have been keeping for those of you that have been keeping track of episode numbers uh the most recent episode of fred katz was episode 499 which means the next episode we do will be 500, and uh, it's actually perfect that we will be live with all of you on Thursday because we're going to obviously talk about the Knicks and react the free agency and you know do the damn thing. But it's also going to be a mini celebration of 500 episodes of this podcast and this amazing community that we've built. Um, it's all because of you guys that you that we're even able to do this so um bring your celebratory uh pints and and drinks and we'll toast to uh half a half a millennium i guess have a 500 episodes of this of this show um and i'll I'll say my piece then but uh i'm excited to to celebrate with with my Nick's film school family on on
3: thursday night Likewise. um yeah It's going to be fun. All right. We'll see you all on Thursday. Uh, Don't forget, check Jeremy out uh, tomorrow night. And enjoy the rest of your week in the meantime.